Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. When we're in, hallelujah, praise the Lord, but <laughs> it's going to be big, amen, but I got a big God, hallelujah, <laughs> praise the Lord, but uh, we welcome guys, amen, to, to our Sunday celebration service today is Vision Sunday and the banner is in that box right there and we'll be revealing it shortly amen uh, as we end our service amen uh, but uh we're gonna look at that but tomorrow somebody say tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow starts our three-day no food fast amen it's a liquid fast so you can drink water and coffee and juice and things like that but a no food fast amen and so and like my son said or during the announcements amen we'll be here uh, those three nights in prayer and so Monday and Tuesday, amen, we'll be here from 7 to 8. If we just be seeking the Lord, we're going to play some worship music and soak in the presence of God and get some direction, and, and we'll be praying for certain things at times, amen. And, so, and then we're going to wrap it up on Wednesday here, amen, and we'll have coffee after service if for those that want to have coffee after service and just fellowship for a little bit, amen, and, and really to encourage one another to... to to stick this out, amen. And so uh, I think we're, this is a good time. Somebody say it's a good time. It is the right time to start a fast. From what's going on and how the, uh, the year is going, this is the blessed, uh, blessed way of starting the year. But it's a good time for us as a church, amen, to get a hold of God. Can somebody say amen? So let's get serious in 22. You got to make a stand for yourself. Come on, stand for your family and stand for your breakthroughs. Amen. Tell the devil, not this year. Come on, tell the devil, not this year, devil. Come on, I am an overcomer through the blood of the lamb. And so as you do that, join us in this fast. You'll experience some spiritual breakthroughs if you are obedient in the fast. I believe, you got any believers in the house. I believe that fasting is powerful. It is very powerful, amen. If, if you have never been part of a fast, you know, you're missing out on some powerful things that God can do in your life. But I believe that fasting is very powerful. A lot of churches, amen, do the Daniel fast, the 21-day fast, amen. Uh, we have done that fast here at this church in the past, amen. Uh, as, as, and it has its purpose, as any other fast does, if it's done properly. Can somebody say amen? Come on. But there's a lot of people, not all people, but some people that focus on what they can eat during the Daniel fast. And fast does mean to, uh, to abstain from food or from certain foods. I believe that a fast, listen, should not be focused on what we can eat or not eat, but who we seek. Can somebody say Amen. Come on, the, the, the word of God should be our food during these three days, amen, that we should look to. So we, we should be seeking God, not seeking uh, uh, on the internet, seeking Google, asking Siri, or whatever it is, amen, what you can eat during certain fast, amen. A three-day fast, if it's done properly, can be powerful and can be effective. And how many know that we as a church need something powerful to happen in this place? If we are going to be effective, we need something powerful, so we need to engage in something, amen, that will launch us off for 2022, amen. If you are truly engaged, God will help us. Listen, stay focused during the fast, and in this fast, I believe that we can become wiser and have more discernment. Psalms 20, uh, 42 verse 7 says, David makes this statement and says, he calls it a deep as the deep calls unto the deep. See, here David is fasting and his hunger and thirst for God was greater than his natural food uh, or desire for natural food. In this fast, we must, say I must. We must have a desire, church. There must be a hunger for more of God than a double-double 
animal style. Any, any out fans out there? Hallelujah. Let me tell you, it has to be more than that. Your hunger for God has to be more than any type of food that's out there, amen. Uh, you got to understand uh, more than what your flesh is calling out for. No, we, otherwise, you're going to sell out again in 22. How many want to relive some, some past years that weren't that good? See, we have to do something that we have to start off and say, God, I want more of you in this new year. I, I want more of you in, in this year as we go into uh, this new year. I, I want to be, I want to see greater things uh, happen in my life. I want to see greater things uh, happen in this church. Amen. Uh, I want to see something happen, Lord, uh, that I have not seen. Amen. Uh, and so I need more of you. Uh, and so I want to sacrifice. Uh, is anyone hearing me out there? Amen. Uh, I'm trying to give you my best. Amen. And I just get nothing no we're going to be starting listen church don't press a repeat button don't press the repeat of 2021 or 2020 or any of those other years that you said man that year was no good amen why don't you press the new start button for 2022 that god i'm going to enter this new year god because i want more of you and less of me. Come on, I, will you sell out God what he wants to birth inside of you for a burger, a burrito, amen, or a taco? Will you let your stomach, listen, dictate your future? Will you be like Esau? who sold out what his stomach desired, amen, and sold his birthright, listen, over a bowl of beans? God has a plan. God has a destiny for you and I, amen. God had a plan and God had a destiny, a, a will for Esau's life, but his lust for food, his lust for instant, listen, gratification was more important. In Hebrews chapter 12, 15 to 17 says this, See too that no one falls short of God's grace or the grace of God. That no bitter root grows up to cause trouble or defile many. See that no one is sexual and moral or is godless like Esau. For a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. But afterwards, as you know, he wanted to inherit his blessing, but he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. Don't let your stomach take you out of God's plan because it will make you, listen, cry later. Listen, church, you're either going to cry now or you're going to cry later, but you're going to cry. <laughs> Come on. Let's just do this. Come on, somebody. See, once you make the decision to fast, have you made that decision? Because you got to make the decision. You can't just wake up tomorrow morning and say, oh, I guess I'll fast. There has to be a planning for the fast. There has to be, there has to be strategic uh, things going on in your mind. Say, God, I'm going to be part of this fast. You should be praying that I'm going to fast already. Come on. Once you make the decision to fast, God sees the desire in your heart, and he, listen, will provide the grace to endure. The breakthroughs that you need in 2022, the wisdom, the direction, the clarity, the vision, amen, will come, amen, if you give it to God. If you make the decision, God, I'm going to fast because you're going to give me all this. During the fast, you discover and realize that fasting, listen, is really a secret source of power that many overlook. And today I want to minister, let's do this together. Tell your neighbor, let's do it together. We've got to do it together, church. Come on, you can't just say, all right, I'm going to lock myself in the room for three days. I'll see you on Wednesday. No, we've got to do it together. That's why we're meeting tomorrow night to pray together. That's why we're meeting on Tuesday night to pray together. That's why we're going to have some coffee to encourage one another. Come on, that together we make it. Come on, somebody, say, together's better. Together's 
Ecclesiastes chapter 4, 9 through uh, 12 says this, Two people are better off than one if one can help each uh, for the uh, for they can help each other succeed. But if one person falls and the uh, uh, the other person can reach out and help, but if the person who falls is alone, he's in real trouble. Likewise, two people lined close together can help each other keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two standing back to back can conquer. Three, somebody say three. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. The NIV says it in verse 12, says it like this. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands or a three-cord, a full cord is not easily broken broken. I want to take a closer look at this three-fold cord, amen? In the book of Ecclesiastes here, as you read it, it's talking about companionship. It's talking about friendship, something that that Sister Miranda was talking about, amen, about the armory. It created some friendship. It created some companionship. How many know that we need that in the church today? Come on. And you got to understand, two, somebody say two, two is better than one, and woe is to the one who is alone. But even three, somebody say three, three are even better, amen. Together, we're better. I said together, we're better. Marriages are better together. Come on, if if there's marriages that are divided or houses that are divided, come on, it's it's not better. But when they come together, come on, somebody, they're better. When a church can come together, they're you're getting it, amen. We got to come together. So just like this, this, this rope here, amen. You, you see these, these things here are the rope here. They're, 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 they're embraced. They're, they're wrapped there, amen. And, and so if you loosen that up, how many know it gets a little weaker? But if you add another strand to it, it gets a what? A little what? And you add another strand to it, he's even more stronger, right? So together's better. If we can do this, we can make it. Can somebody say amen? And today I'm going to use this threefold cord, and I'm going to put into a spiritual sense of what it means. Are you ready to learn some stuff? Amen. I'm going to teach you something. Amen. I'm going to preach and try to teach. Amen. You hungry? You hungry? Bring out your fork and get ready. Hallelujah. Come on. You don't need a napkin for this. Amen. During the years that Jesus walked this earth, How many know that he devoted his time to teaching the disciples the principles of the kingdom of God? That's what Jesus did, amen. Principles that were in conflict, listen, to the world. The Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. I don't know if you looked at it. Jesus provided the pattern which each of us is to live by if we are a child of God. The pattern address three specific duties as disciples or followers of Jesus. And they were giving, praying, and fasting. Okay, these are the three. Jesus says that when you give, when you pray, when you fast, you are being the disciples that you need to be. I'm on, read, read, read Matthew chapter 6. You, you, you'll read that those are the three principles that he mentions there. These are the three duties of every Christian is giving, praying, and fasting. <clears throat> now, when Solomon was writing the book of wisdom for Israel, he made a point that the, the cord or the rope, amen, he made it a point that the braided, uh, the braided three strands are, are not easily broken. Amen. Likewise, when giving, listen, got to follow me. When giving, praying, and fasting are practiced together in the life as a believer, it creates, listen, a type of three-four cord 
that is not easily broken. So could we be missing out that our greatest breakthroughs, overcoming our struggles, these things, could we be missing out that we're not getting the breakthroughs that we need? We're not overcoming the struggles that we're going through, amen? Because, listen, we fail to fast. Let me show you something today. Remember, I'm looking at this in the spiritual sense. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus speaks of a parable of the sower. How many know that story? That parable. Come on. And I'm going to read it, but it says that, that some seeds fell what, on rocky places, and it didn't produce nothing. Some seeds fell among thorns, and it didn't produce nothing. But some seeds, somebody say some seeds, fell on good soil where it produced what? 30, 60, or what? 100-fold. 30, 40, 60, 100-fold. So let's look at it like this. When you give, say when I give, when you give, it can release 30-fold. Come on. When you give, when you, when you give, church, it can release 34. But, but when you're giving and praying, it can release 60-fold. When you are Giving, praying, and fasting, are you following me? It can release a hundredfold. Listen, church, if that's the case, you have to wonder what blessings are not being released. What prayers are not being answered? What bondages or breakthroughs are not happening in our lives because we fail to fast? In the book of Mark chapter 9, it talks about a father with a boy that was demon-possessed. For years, the father watched the son suffer severe seizures. And as he got older, it got worse. And often the demon that was within him would cause him to throw himself into flames of fire, open fire, or even water to kill him. So he had a suicidal spirit inside of him. His father was exhausted, trying everything that he could to help his son and cure his son. Finally, they took him to Jesus' disciple for help. They brought him to the church. But even his disciples couldn't help him. And then they brought the boy to Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Tell somebody, just go to Jesus. <laughs> Come on. The Bible says that Jesus rebuked the devil on the spot and cast the demon out and sent it back to where it belongs. And the child was cured that very hour. What made the difference? Because I read in Matthew chapter 10, and it records that Jesus, listen, had given the disciples power. Come on. Power to cast out evil spirits and heal every disease. In Matthew chapter 10, 1, which is up there, amen, it says, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him, and he gave them, listen, he gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and every kind of sickness. So the question is, why couldn't the disciples cast out the demon and cure the boy if Jesus had given them power? Come on. <coughs> Disciples want to know. You guys want to know? Jesus told them, if you read the story there, it was because of their what? Unbelief. Tell your neighbor, you got to believe. <laughs> come on, we can come to church all we want, but how I many you know you got to believe? Come on, you got to believe. And he tells them the story of the, what? the mustard seed. 
He says, if you can have faith as small as a mustard seed. You remember that story? Praise the Lord. He tells him this, and he goes on to say, amen, but this kind of spirit, the kind of spirit that they were dealing with, with this demon inside this young man, amen, this kind of spirit only comes out by what? Prayer and fasting. See, you want change in your home, and you don't see it. Come on, you want change in your marriage, and you don't see it. You want your children, your relationships, your finances to change. Am I talking to anybody here? Huh? Come on, you prayed, and you prayed, and you prayed, and you give, and nothing happens. You wonder, what's going on here? You ever, you ever thought that? What the heck's going on? I'm a good Christian. I come to church. I give. I pray. I ask and I ask and nothing happens. But maybe, just maybe, you need to pray and you need to fast. If you want to see the breakthrough, if you want to see your marriage healed, if you want to see God do something inside your life, because some spirits, come on, am I talking to anybody? Some spirits, some breakthroughs, some circumstances, some situations are only going to come out by prayer and fasting you want a breakthrough in 2022 start fasting tell you something starve i'm gonna starve you no we gotta start fasting church otherwise 2021, 2022, 2018, whatever yeah, bad year you had is going to relieve itself in 2022. You're going to hit another wall. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, we're going to be like the children of Israel again. Oh, here we go, walking in circles in 22. You know what? We want to go over there, but we're stuck right here. You ever felt like that? Man, everybody's over there. Why am I over here? You think everybody else is over there, but they're, they're walking in their own circles. Come on, but I, I want the blessings of God. How many want the blessings of God? But they're over there, amen, but what's going to get you over there? Come on, I pray, I pray, okay, that, that's good, son, but it's not working. If you really want to get desperate for me, if you want to get a little hunger for me, you want a little bit thirsty for me, then you're going to have to add something to your life, and that is fasting. You got to tell your stomach, I'm in control, not you. Come on. Nose. Eyes. I don't want to see no pictures of barbecues, amen, hallelujah, during this three-day fast. Don't, don't, don't text me a hamburger or nothing like that, amen, a picture of a hamburger. Orange juice, liquid fast, that's it. Yeah, don't get started. Don't. Let me tell you, it'd be nasty. <laughs> I'm a, okay, I'm going to make a hamburger drink, amen. It's, it's nasty. Don't do it. I've been there, tried it. It <laughs> don't work. Listen, if you desire God, you want more of God, and you go to God, he will give you the strength and the grace to get through this. See, the battle is already lost because you're already saying you can't do it. Or as long as there's no way. You got to get into your, you got to get into prayer. You got to get into the word. You got to get some kind of source of food inside of you, spiritual food I'm talking about, in order to get through it. It's not as hard as you think it is. Because with God, all things are what? So is he a liar? You got to try. See, some people won't even try. Uh, they already think, ah, oh, I already know me. I'm going to get, ah. <laughs> well, then lock yourself in the room and go, ah, by yourself, okay? <laughs> and when you're ready, come out. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll be here. We'll be praying together. Amen. That's why together, we're better. We got to come together. Call somebody. Text somebody. When it becomes part of your life, church, then it's just part of your life. It's just like reading the, reading the, reading the word. It's like getting on your knees and praying. It, fasting is the same way. It's just part of a disciplined life. It doesn't, it doesn't bother. This is, this is what it is. Not that you're not going to go through some, 
some flesh moments. Come on. Because even on our flesh moments, we don't get up to pray. Come on. Even the times when you say, oh, I'm going to read this, and, and you, uh, I don't feel like reading. Come on. Don't you have those flesh moments? The same thing goes with fasting. Come on. This is a three-day here. This is, this is like the Super Bowl for us, amen, of the new year, oh, the Super Bowl of fasting. But it should not just be done because I just call it three-day fast. It should be part of your everyday life. I do my own fast. I do it. I do it faithfully. Every week, I do something faithfully. I fast a day every week myself. That's just something that I do for me, for my family, for my, my desires, my wants. God is me and you, you know. Once a week, 52 times a year. Well, during Christmas, I take a, a little break. So, I, you know, I'm fasting, I'm, I'm fasting over 40 days each year because this is what I want. I may not do it all in one time, but I fast. You can fast whatever it is. You can fast media. Come on, you, those are ah, my food. Uh, fast media. Some of you guys need to turn that thing off for 30 days or something. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Holland, TikTok and Micmac and all those other stuff out there. Amen. I don't know. Chit chats and all. I don't know what it is. I can't I don't even know what's out there. But I know that people are in all that, all that stuff. Maybe you need to just get in some words and say, God, I'm a, you know what? I'm going I'm to fast 30 days of Facebook. Oh, my God. I'm gonna go to, ah, the world's ending. <laughs> you realize where your source is. Spend some time with God. Get on his Facebook. Come on. YouTube, all, whatever. Hallelujah. Come on. Let me tell you, they're distractions. And I can tell you why they're distractions, because the enemy plays behind that with the pop-ups. Come on, you, you know what I'm talking about, pop-ups. The enemy uses that. So sometimes you got to understand, and you got to understand that, you know what, I need to, I need to grab a hold of myself. I need to focus on God more. A fast does that. When you say I'm going to just offer my body, I'm not going to eat, Father. I'm just going to concentrate on you. I'm just going to pray. If you're at work, you know what? I, I, I pray during the day on a three-day fast. I'm just praying. And, and, uh, and, and let me tell you, the enemy's dumb and stupid. You know that. <laughs> yeah, but by, by the time I get to work on Tuesday, man, some vendor's going to bring in free pizza and all this stuff, and all the guys will be eating in front of me, and I'm just going to be, you're a dumb devil, <laughs> and I'm just going to walk away. But that's what happens. Someone's going to say, somebody that, that never buys you lunch is going to come and say, hey, I'll buy you a burrito today. If you say, get thee behind me, Satan. You know, that's, it's just going to happen. But you got to, you want more God? You want, you want breakthroughs? You want success? You want victory? Let this, just tap into this. You got to pray and you got to fast because some things don't change. And fast is needed. You know, there's marriages, going through marriage issues, stuff. People are going through stuff. And you know what? Have you fast for your marriage? And most of them will say no. Most of them at that time are not even giving or praying. And they're wondering why they're going through troubles. Listen, church. This is the power. This is the three-strand cord that's wrapped together that's not easily broken. That brings increase of 30, 60, 100, 100 fold church. God is about to release something in this place. Listen, release something in your life. Amen. Imagine, just imagine if we all engage in this fast, what God can do. See, you're not just fasting for yourself. You're fasting for your brother and sister. You're fasting for this church. You're fasting for the city of Las Vegas. You're fasting for the nation. You're fasting for the world. How powerful is that, church? It's not, oh, no. It's, you're, you're, you're making it about you, and it's not even about you. It's all about God. God, I want more of you. I'm doing it for you. You're not doing it for Pastor Art. 
Pastor Maria, you're not doing it for PCL. You're doing it for the kingdom. See, when we take our eyes off of me, well, oh, I can't eat. When you say, this is kingdom stuff? Oh, I'm part of kingdom now? That, that's, that's an impact there. So if I mess up, eh, then I'm going to be like Esau and eat a bowl of beans and sell out my birthright. See, it hit him. And then he wanted it afterwards. Oh, sorry, here's your beans back. And you, you don't want those beans back, hallelujah. But you, you can't just turn around and say, I made a mistake. Can I get my inheritance? And No, you lost it. You forfeited it. I offered it. Just like Sister Bloom was saying earlier, God, put something in, and he'll, he'll, he'll bring an increase. So I want to go out and have an envelope. And he said, I already gave. You know what? I'm going to give something. I'm going to throw a seed offering because I want an increase. Because someone else told me, you know what? Ask big because God's going to give it to you. So I'm asking big. Big this year. Amen. I'm going big. I'm going large. Supersize me, God. Come on, how many want to supersize? Don't stop, stop with the small fries. Say, supersize me. Give me the big one. Curly fry it. Come on, get, just get Nate, get, 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 ask God, man, I want it all. God, I want big, I want big blessings in my home. I, I want blessings over my marriage. I, I want blessings over my finances. That all that will not be a hindrance that I can focus on what I need to do in the kingdom of God. Imagine if we all engage what God can do. <coughs> when we read that statement that Jesus says nothing's impossible, I think a lot of people stop right there and say, well, that's a pretty cool saying. But not many people stand on it. See, when giving, praying, and fasting is part of our daily life, amen, then we cannot be easily broken. We cannot be easily overcome or overwhelmed by the enemy. But if we pray strong, and let me tell you, and we participate, then we are highly favored, church. The 30 and 60 and 100-fold starts to release, and something, something starts to happen. Some of those situations, some of those circumstances, breakthroughs, and everything start to come through because we're praying, and now we're fasting. See, a three-fold three cord is not easily broken. Church, when we faithfully follow the three duties of a Christian, a disciple, that has been laid out by us, by Jesus Christ himself, which is giving, praying, fasting, then God rewards us openly. Let's do this together. I want you to be blessed. How many want to be blessed? Say, Lord, bless me. Bless me, Lord. There's nothing wrong with saying that. I'm not speaking a prosperity message here. But God does want to bless his church. He's God. He owns everything, church. He's the king. And I'm a child. And whatever daddy has belongs to me. We're part of royalty, church. We're not, be called, we're not called to be peasants. Come on, we're ambassadors. Come on, we're chosen. We're a son. We're a daughter. Ladies, you're the apple of his eye. Come on, that's how important value. So why would he not bless you? He wants to bless us. Matthew chapter 17, 20 says this. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. In Matthew 17, 21, in the New King James, it says, how, how be it that this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. The word, how beeth. Imagine we talk like that. How beeth, pastor? <laughs> kind of sounds funny, huh? But the word really means nevertheless. It is the connection. Listen, 
It is the connection, the key that unlocks the power in the statement that nothing shall be impossible for you. Jesus told the disciples that they needed faith. Somebody say faith. Faith as small. It's not big faith. It's just some faith. Just, God, I believe. God, I believe your word. You're a man of your word. God, I believe whatever you say. I believe the word of God. I, I, I don't have big faith, amen. But I have, I have faith in believing you, Jesus. You, you're going to have to have big faith to, to, have big, to move big mountains. Because you have a faith as small as a mustard seed. If you can believe me, son, if you can believe me, daughter, to tell this mountain to move, it will move. You can say, Mom, move, and, and you know it's going to move. Just enough faith to believe that God or Jesus can do anything in your life. That all things are possible through him. See, the, the, the seed, this mustard seed that he uses as an example is the, the tiniest seed of any plant. But it grows to be one of the biggest plants. If you have faith like that, like this mustard seed, You'll be able to tell the mounds before you to move. But that's not all that was needed. He says, what happened? He goes, because you lack faith. But that's not all. You see, long before this took place here, the Holy Spirit led Jesus to the wilderness. For what? To what? To go do what? To go fast. For 40 days and 40 nights, no food. 40 days, 45, takes him to the wilderness. So how be it that this kind not only comes out by prayer and fasting. See, Jesus fasted. The disciples didn't. They couldn't cast out the demon from this boy, this demon-possessed boy, amen. But for Jesus, casting out that stubborn demon was, in, was no problem for him. He like said, get out of here. Se fue. Así. Se fue así. It wasn't a problem for Jesus. Because he was not only in prayer, not only did he give his life, but he fasted. He prepared for this moment. He was fasting already. He already had it inside of him. If Jesus can accomplish all that he can do without fasting, because he is God, by the way, amen, why did he fast? See, the Son of Man fasted because he knew that there was a supernatural connection that can only be released through fasting, and he came to set the example. See, fasting is something that we should do on our own, like I said earlier, throughout the year. Not just when we call the fast. You know, we, we get this three-day fast, and then we make it on Wednesday, like, oh, all right, I'm done for the year. <laughs> we wait till next year, you know. No, no. You need a breakthrough throughout the course of 2022? You need an answer prayer in 2022? Not only do you need to pray, you're going to need to fast. Fast for a day. Fast for things within your life. Fast for your home. Fast within things within your marriage, ministry, a job. Woo, you fast, God gives you all kinds of jobs. Woo. Come on, fast for your husband. Don't complain about him. Come on, pray, pray. Yeah, yeah, but why don't you fast, sister? Just fast for that boy. Come on now. Holy Spirit, grab a hold of him. Your wife's fasting for you, boy. <laughs> Husbands, same thing. Don't complain this and that and all that. Come on, fast. Maybe God through the fast will give you spiritual eyes where you can see your wife truly. Let me tell you, when I fast, I like, oh man, I'm a knucklehead. <laughs> See, fasting sometimes moves on the things, and sometimes fasting moves on you. Start saying, oh, man, God starts revealing things in you. Because, see, some people don't want to fast because they don't want to know. You know, not only do they say it's too hard. No, no, oh, God's going to start talking to you. <laughs> but that's a great, that, that is a great encounter, church. 
I'm telling you, it's a great encounter. Let me ask you a question. Is fasting for everyone? Maybe you're here and you're one of those that think, you know what? I don't see how fasting can really work for me because I really, 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 really like food. (laughs) Then fasting is perfect for you. (laughs) See, according to the words of Jesus, it is a duty, listen, of every disciple and every believer to fast. Jesus was addressing the Pharisees and he, and as, as to why the disciples didn't fast. And Jesus responded to him in this, in Luke chapter 5, 34 to 35, it says, how can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is still with them? But the day, somebody say, but the day. The day will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. In those days. The bridegroom has been taken away from us, church. So what we got to do? I said, what we got to do? We got to fast. At that time, Jesus was with them. He said, you know what? I'm here. I'll fast. But when I'm gone, they're going to fast. He's coming back, church. Will he catch you fasting? Will he catch you giving? Would he catch you praying, church? Come on. Jesus fasted according to the words of Peter. And come on, Jesus is the example of all things. 1 Peter 2.21 says, To you, uh, to, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Luke chapter 6.40 says this, A disciple is not be up above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. Here's another important point, church, that I want you to see in Matthew chapter 6. God delights in giving rewards. You know that he loves to bless you? He doesn't just bless you because, oh, they deserve it here. I'll give her something. He's not like that. He, he loves God. I, I see God as this. God gives you a present, and he sits there, and he goes, unwrap it. Unwrap it. Unwrap it. Go on, go on, go on. Isn't it perfect? <laughs> I can see God saying he, he wants to see your face. He wants to see you being blessed. He wants to see you excited. God doesn't just say, here, I hope you like it, you know. You know, I went shopping everywhere for you, you know. No, he comes, and he says, it's perfect for you. I know it. You're going to love it. And I want to see an expression on you. And you, you. Then you open it and you're like, that's my daughter. Look at her. I made her, I made her happy. I made him happy. I made my son happy. And he, he delights in that. It brings a smile. He loves to bless us, church. Not only that, but he says when fasting or, or giving, praying, and fasting are practiced in our lives, he says he rewards us openly. A good example of an open reward can be found in Daniel. When Daniel fasted, God brought blessing. Blessing. I'm sorry. Blessing. God brought blessings upon his life. You know the story when he was in, in captivity, amen, his fasting, even a partial fast of certain foods, the Daniel fast, amen. Come on, God opened, uh, uh, brought an open reward to him and blessed Daniel with what? Wisdom beyond anyone else. Later in chapter 10, Daniel was grieved over Israel and when he, where he fasted and prayed for the 21 days. After 21 days of vision, an angel of the Lord appeared to Daniel, and the Daniel and the angel said to told Daniel, since day one, since day one of your prayer, since day one of your fasting, amen, the Lord has heard you, and he sent me with the answer. But I was delayed by the prince of Persia for 21 days. An evil spirit detained him from reaching Daniel. Daniel 10 says that Michael, the archangel, came to help him. And Michael went to send another angel with a message. Go to Daniel, and I'll take care of the spirit. 
but go bless my go bless go bless his son. Go bless Daniel. So right, right when Daniel started praying, God says, you know what, here comes your prayer. Here comes your answer. And boom, here, there's, the, there's, the, there's that evil spirit detaining. They started fighting, all this stuff. And, and, he, and Daniel kept praying. And he said, man, I'm trying to get to you, Daniel. And so he says, hey, guy, go over there. I'll take care of this dude. And boom. Sends a, the prayer. Sends the answer, church. And I say that because answers to our prayers Answers to my prayers. Now, I don't know if you ever experienced any prayers that have been hindered in your life. Wondering, what's the delay? What's, what's going on? I'm praying and nothing seems to be happening. I'm fasting and nothing seems to be moving the way I, I thought. Hindered by unseen obstacles. Don't expect God's answer to come too easily, church, on some things that you're asking for. Come on, God is not a genie that you rub and say, what's going on, God? Where's my three wishes? Why is he hasn't changed? Why has he hasn't changed? You know, why we, why, why we, we start complaining of things because we don't see it automatically because some things may be hindered, church. Enemies aren't just going to let you have it. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna create some kind of distraction. Not that they're stronger than God, but they do distract some of the angels, but they, God's greater. God's still hearing. Will you keep be consistent? Or will you give up after day one of this fast? Or maybe day two, there it is. And uh, even day three. And then you come to me on day four and call me and says, Pastor, nothing's happened. You lied. No, I told you some things would be hindered. Since day one, he says, I heard your prayer. Since day one, daughter, when you got on your knees, I heard you. You don't have to, you don't have to say, don't you hear me? I hear you. But where there's another force there that doesn't want me to release this to you. Sometimes there's a hindrance. But God always has a plan. The thing is, will you be consistent in that prayer and that fasting? Because that's the power that releases and gets the breakthrough. Your prayers will be challenged by evil forces. But as you continue to pray and always pray and never give up, and knowing that sometimes it's not just praying. If I want this to come to me and I want that message to reach me, I'm going to have to fast. Because God will always answer right on time. Because our God is never too late, never too early. But what? Always right on time. He always comes on time, church. Sometimes I think he just does it to you say, look, I'm God. <laughs> he sees how far we can just, before you start pulling on your hairs. And then he blesses you. Right? Right when you think, ah, and there he is. There he is. Why was I tripping? Why was I freaking out? It's done. Right when you think you were just got about to just, you get the phone call. Things change. Oxygen level's gone up. He's talking. He's up. Come on, those are miracles, church. Why? You think it's just because people were praying? No, there was people praying, and there was people fasting for that situation. Daniel sought out God. His fast broke the power of the delayer and released the angel of the Lord to answer it. See, some of our prayers are being delayed. If they're being delayed, add some fasting to it. And watch what God will do. He'll send the help and the power to release it. Your answer may be held up, but your fasting breaks it through. Amen? Come on, give the Lord some praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for giving.